after breakfast What's before lunch? It's Austin, Texas It's weird brunch um, What's the closest you've ever been to being in a fight? Um hmm. Other than I know mine What's yours? It's been like one time This fucking bitch <laughs> it was that's how at, it always starts <laughs> it was at well was it red-eyed fly before it became mm-hmm. sidewinder before it became on red closed down before it <laughs> shut down on red river uh john was doing a red bull sound select show there and the headliner was about to go on and i don't remember who it was but they were clearing off, like they were trying to get everybody off of this certain part of the patio outside because uh, that's the way the headliner was going to come out. Because at Sidewinder, the green room was like this little trailer on the side of the building. Mm-hmm. And so they were clearing everybody off. And I was trying to be helpful. And there was this very drunk guy sitting on the edge of this like deck patio thing and I bent down and I was like hey man they're clearing everybody off here you gotta move just so you know that's what those people are about to say and as I'm saying this this girl with like cat eye glasses and like dark hair and like was it Just, Roxy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Roxy? This girl comes up to me and she goes, do not talk to him. And I was like, Oh, I'm sorry. Like, I was just telling him that this is happening. She's like, I don't care. Do not talk to him. And I was like, Hey man, calm down. Like I was just trying to be helpful. Like, I don't know who the fuck this guy yeah. is. I just was trying to tell him that he's about to get kicked out of where he is. Yeah. And she was like, Fuck you, bitch. And Jesus. I had like other girlfriends with me and it was like eyes on this girl. And as this other woman is like getting in my face, I had like <laughs> A three friends of, of mine come up behind me. And I was like, fuck, is this about to happen? Because yeah. I mean, I have three other women with me and you're alone. Yeah. But oh my God, this is when it's actually going to happen. I'm like, I don't God, I was, I was old. Like I was like 26, 27 old, you know, whatever. I'm 32. Too old to fight. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Too old to fight. I wasn't a teenager. I wasn't 21. And the girl just like walked away. And I remember being like, I can't believe this just happened. Like what the fuck? And then we ended up standing up standing in front of them and the fucking bitch i had this like giant purse and she put trash in my purse <laughs> while i wasn't looking oh. her and her drunk boyfriend but i'm sorry it, i know but after She's after this confrontation <laughs> i mean it's kind of i gotta be honest i have to give her a little bit of credit yeah. for just being like i'll show them yeah and just and like she like put some like oh, napkins what, and empty a, beer what cans a devious oh, cunt but <laughs> right after it happened like before the trashing of me uh <laughs> I looked over and she was her boyfriend was standing like obviously he ended up having to move because that's what I was trying to tell him. 
uh, he was standing like a little ways over and I looked back and she was just yelling at him like right in his face and he wasn't moving. He was just like dead to the world waiting for this woman to stop screaming in his face in public. And I was like, you're that woman. God. You're the one that. You're that. The and he's drunk. Yeah, probably the reason he's drunk at like 730. Yeah. On a Wednesday. Banshee. She's a banshee. Yeah. She gets banshee's a bad name, though. Have you ever gotten in a fight? Who else has gotten in a fight? No, the closest I ever got, I was uh, my my friend, Amy, whom I talk (laughs) about often. Uh, Her Is that the sleepwalker? Yeah. Mm. (laughs) The skinwalker. Skinwalker. She was, we were at a show and her ex was there and I fucking hated this dude and I hadn't seen him or heard of him since they broke up. I like went to his house with her to get stuff out of there. Like that's mm-hmm. where I'm like this motherfucker. And you're the friend who knows it all. Yeah. There's some like other shit that uh, that's just fucked up. And somebody was like, oh, did you see he's here? And I was like, where the fuck is he? Because I've had like three drinks mm-hmm. and I was like, where the fuck? fuck is he i'm either gonna fuck or fight and i literally told my friend dale i was like hey here's where my checkbook is if i get thrown in jail uh, and he was like checkbook. yeah i yeah. mean <laughs> that's when this was good times um i wasn't gonna give him my fucking pin number yeah, Jesus. Yeah. yeah no you're no fool no um so i got up and I was like, I'll be back. I'm going to go smoke a cigarette. But I said it like that. So cigarette. everyone knew that there was cigarette. something very wrong. Yeah. And I was just blind. And I was so full of fucking anger. And I was like, I was ready. I was ready to hit him. I was, and I've n- I'm not strong. I'm very weak, especially my upper body. <laughs> but I was fully ready to beat the shit out of this guy and just like read him to filth. And... He, I went outside. I couldn't find him. I went inside to the sec to the bottom floor because we were on the second floor. We, I went to the first floor, look around there. Meanwhile, like some of my best friends are playing music, and I'm like, I don't even give a fuck about you guys right now. Fight this guy. Well, where was your friend? Was she like, she was, oh shit, Lisa's going to beat up my ex boyfriend? Or mm, no, I think she was, was she gonna rooting, let me do it. Oh, okay, was okay. She rooting you on? I think she was gonna let All me right. do it. Um. <laughs> But then also she came and found me uh, when I was outside because then I I did smoke a cigarette because I was like, I I can't find him. But I was like, so then I had to smoke to calm down. I was fucking ready. But that was the only time I've been like that close. This is going to happen. I'm ready to go. Um, Because every other time I'm either 5'10 and someone's like, oh, never mind. (laughs) Or it is like gotten escalated towards me and i'm like i have to pee like i will avoid that shit as much as possible but there was the one time i wanted to instigate yeah i i feel like i don't back away but i feel like there's been a lot of instances where it could have like i was arguing with this one guy because he like zipped in and took a spot and then he as we were arguing he started walking to his trunk so that was scary. So I quickly got my car oh, and drove away. Yeah. Uh, but one time when I, I guess the closest I got to getting in a fight um, 
was I was at a concert in high school and this guy kept grabbing girls' butts. We were mm. up at the front, kept grabbing girls' butts. And my friend who was with me was giving this weird face. And I go, are you okay? And she said, this guy's grabbing. And, like, he hadn't grabbed my butt by that point. I mean, I honestly wasn't How does any great feel? I was pretty hideous, I'd be honest. I was going through way awkward for stage. It, so yeah. she could Sticking hit it. out my butt. Yeah. Come yeah. on, come on. It's right here. It's right here. He's like, where? I can't find it. Um, but <laughs> nah, it's true. But uh, but yeah. So I turned around and I told him, I was like, if you keep grabbing people's butts, I'm going to kick you in the dick. And so he laughed, grabbed my butt, and I kicked him right in the dick, and he fell down. Yay! And uh, and yeah, and then the and then he tried to like, he was like, she hit me or whatever. And the um, what are they called? The uh, security mm-hmm. was like, we saw it all, and so they ended up like escorting him out. But I kicked him in the dick. Fuck that Hell guy. Yeah. yeah. But I was a, but I'm always, uh, I've also like, I was yelling at, so some guy was like yelling at his girlfriend. I was yelling at him from across the street and I told him he can come over and talk to me if he wants to talk to somebody. So there's been like situations like that. But yeah. I've done that where like me and some guy friends have kind of followed mm-hmm. or like just, Creepy or, or we'll like, yeah, we'll like stand across the street and like just let him know like we're watching we're watching you, you. Mm-hmm. um and then there was a time on sixth street where someone did grab my friend's ass or commented or something yeah. and i was like oh that motherfucker and yeah. then i started chasing him down all my friends were like what are you doing i was like i don't know it's 2 a.m yeah i always want to fight men it's, it's true i think i i always try to fight i feel like honestly and this is how cocky i am i feel like oh most women not all women i feel like a lot of women i'd be afraid i'd hurt them because i feel pretty strong i used to be called beast when i was a kid damn because yeah my brother gave me that nickname because i could i at one point when i was in like second or third grade i did like 30 pull-ups i was a beast it's nuts how many can you do right now? Oh, zero. zero. Last time I tried to do one, I'll I pee pulled my, pants. my muscles. Yeah. I'm just pulled- squeezing so tight. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, I can't do any of them now. I'm Lisa Friedrich. I'm Winnie oh. Lamond. This I- is our guest. I'm Ariel Greenspoon, the strongest woman in the world. Yes. No, don't <laughs> test it. She's filling in for Karina and Magyar tonight. And this is Weird Brunch. It is. Welcome. I had to secret or not secretly quickly give my little sister a plug on being a very strong literally woman oh she, yeah uh I, I when we were in high school she came into the locker room i was uh on the dance team and she knew i would be in there at a certain time and she had been wearing a button-down shirt and like flexed her muscles forward and split her shirt <gasps> down the back in Hulk fashion. Whoa, and that's pretty like, impressive. Holy shit! Here is a T-shirt, Haley. It was so funny. But she's Whoa. she was like seven percent body fat and like shit. and yeah. like soccer and did all that stuff. Like actually worked, broke a girl's collarbone one time. Yeah, she Whoa. did something. Yeah, yeah, with her own body. With her own body. Uh, yeah. The girl ran into her <gasps> and broke. So she's like a wall. Yeah, she's like a wall. Jesus. So wow. nice. Good for her. That's awesome. Yeah. I yeah. wish I was that strong. Yeah, I, I want to feel that powerful. Just be yeah. able to like, fuck with me, I dare you. Yeah. You know, kick someone in the face. Right? Yeah. Or anywhere. Dick to face. Like dick to face. I'm dragging my whole foot up right from, <laughs> I'm just like a big line right up. <laughs> a, yeah. From oh, dick to face. It. The from aerial technique. Dick to face. <laughs> Also, the way I have sex. Dick to face. face. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. I don't know. The healthiest way. (laughs) At least I mean, I guess it's not. Yeah, Astomath is the the one that mm -mm. can fuck you up. 
There right? are people that are into that, right? Yeah. I think yeah. so. Everyone's into everything. I mean, Someone's what's the fucking difference, though, if like like people eat e- each other's buttholes out all the time? What's yeah. the difference from going to ass to mouth then? Yeah. Each yeah, it's the same out. fucking thing. And I mean, yeah. I let my dog lick my Eat face. Your own He's- asshole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dogs can do it. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. I let my dog. His, my dog's breath smells like ass all the time. That's not like because it's just his breath that comes from an ass. Like, yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, like, but whose ass? You're right. I do let him lick my butt <laughs> all the time. That's how I clean it. I call it my bark day instead oh, of bidet. I, I was hoping it would be a bidet joke. Gotcha. Nailed it. Good Nailed one. it. Speaking Good of bidet. One. Yeah. Speaking of bidet, tell us about your can you, bark I, bidet. If you can weasel a bidet into this story, I will be thrilled. Mm. Ooh. Did, but I don't know if bidets existed. Wait. How long have they been existing? Forever. Forever? This is the early 1900s. Yeah. Yeah. The bidets? Asians have been into bidets for a long time. Really? I thought, oh wait, maybe a bidet is a French thing, but I feel like it's Asia Im- or imperfected it. Asia perfected it. I don't know. I feel like yeah. uh, I know all the fancy toilets come from over there. Yeah, that would make sense. I feel like most countries besides us enjoy a good bidet. Are a good squirt in the butt. Yeah, it's clean. Mm-hmm. This story, not so clean. Oh, um. clean up that dirty butthole. <laughs> Tell us about it. Um, so the story I'm doing uh, is the Soder children disappearance. Um, Ish. What? <laughs> it's just that Ish. Ish. Yeah. Child disappearance. Child disappearance. Never been butthole found. Butthole jokes. Yes. From buttholes to. The um, day was the late 17th century in France. Really? D- so indoor. Pl- so how did they. I don't read Did that a person do it? It was a tortoise. A uh, little tortoise. Just. just spitting. <laughs> like spitting water up. Like the Flintstones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, I wish that was it. Yeah. Hey, it's a living. <laughs> Shit falling on his face. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so I did the Soder children disappearance, um, which took place in West Virginia. Look at me. I'm consistent. You are (laughs) consistent. Um, so it all started when the father, George Soder, uh, he was born in Italy and he immigrated to the U S at 13, but with his brother, but he never, uh, he would never say why they had to leave. They had to leave suddenly they had to, including at Ellis Island, when they got there, they were like, gotta fuck, get the fuck out of here real quick. They got in and out. So why? We don't know. Um, so he then ended up moving to West Virginia, Fayetteville, West Virginia, for work, uh, where shortly after he met the mother, Jenny Soder, um, who also came to Italy from Italy as a child and parents owned like a store there. Um, so in 1923, they had the first of their 10 kids. Their kids were, <sighs> I know, right? 10 kids. Ten, I mean, that gets cut in half, but she what? had to give birth to 10. Um, and that was, Jesus. right? That, that all out of you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry that I got confused. Oh, they cut like, like they cut the children s- in half. Yeah. I was like yeah. five were stillborn. <laughs> like I don't a know. subway sandwich. 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, still pouring like a vagina, ah. cut it in half as the baby was coming out. Um, nope. <laughs> nope, not this one. Um, so her children were Marion, Joe, John, George Jr., Maurice, Martha, Louis, Jenny Jr., I guess, Betty, and Sylvia. Good um, God. I know, right? All the names. And it was not a big home. It was not a big home. No. Like, uh, the, half of these children live up in an attic. At, attic. Attic. There attic. we go. Attic. I always say attic, like a like drug like addict. Like an addict. Of I also say, acu- I used to say acoustic, and it's acoustic or something. I say acoustic. Acoustic. That's what oh, I used to say. Oh, I was acoustic. like acoustic. Is right. Yeah. Right. I used to say acoustic, like acoustic. I say coupon instead of coupon. coupon? Don't you say wash too? I say wash, mm. and I'll say bagel. Ooh. Bagel? Bagel. Yeah. Well, you are from West Virginia. I know. Yeah. Here I am, <laughs> living the dream. <laughs> Talking about West my, Virginia. My grandmother's Texas. from Texas. She says Warsh. Really? Said. Yeah, I don't know if my it's mom is thing. from Corsicana, Texas, and she also says Warsh. Mm-hmm. I think I wonder if it was like a thing that people heard and they were like, Oh, it's northern and sophisticated and I will say wash instead of wash. Wash. <laughs> when I say wash, it makes me feel like I'm Boston. Wash. I got to go wash my clothes. Wash. Cabbage garbage. Doesn't that sound very... That's cabbage, cabbage garbage. garbage. <laughs> that's my best uh, Boston. <laughs> anyway, uh, listen to all my other fun impressions. Um, so yeah, uh, so George, he was known to have um, a strong opinion, uh, be very anti-Mussolini. Which, in that area of Fayetteville, it had a high, I don't know why, but a high Italian immigrate, uh, immigrant population. And a lot of them still really liked Mussolini. So he was not liked. Um, uh, so then, bum, 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 Christmas Eve, ho, 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 uh, 1945, Jenny, the mama, is awoken up by... Um, uh, at 1230 a.m. with a strange phone call. So this is how the night begins. Well, what year is it? Uh, 1945. Okay. Um, so, yeah, so weird phone call. And the woman on the other line, Jenny didn't recognize the voice. And she said the woman had like a really weird laugh, a strange, unique laugh. And in the background, it sounded like like kind of other people were there and clinking of glasses type okay. stuff. Um, the woman asked for somebody that didn't live at the home and she'd never heard of before. And the woman hung up. Uh, Jenny then went out to the living room to check on her kids. who she let stay up a little later past their bedtime to play with toys. And she thought it was weird. One of the kids was asleep on the couch. Um, Miriam was asleep on the couch, but the other little kids had left the lights on and the curtains open, which was strange because usually when they were up past their parents, one of them would turn off the lights and close the curtains. So it was just kind of like a strange, like, first thing. She was like, weird. But she does all that, goes upstairs. Um, then, uh, then at about 1 a.m., Jenny is awoken again by she hears an object hitting the roof, mm. roof, uh, and it sounds like something's hitting and then rolls off the roof. So she's not sure what that is, but she's... I automatically to, think that's a severed head. Right? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even think severed head. I get it, though. That's what I think. That's what... No, it's I mean, terrible. that would be the most terrifying thing for someone yeah. to throw yeah. up on a roof. I think reindeer turd. A Could bunch be. of tiny reindeer turds? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. sounds like a rain. <laughs> reindeer! Is it because their turds sound like rain? <laughs> yeah. That's Tinder. it. That's where the term <laughs> reindeer came yeah. from. When Santa's there and it sounds like rain, it's just their turds hitting the yep. top of the ceiling. Um, so, yeah, so she hears that. 
then finally, so she tries to go back to sleep, but she's awoken at 1.30 to the smell of smoke. So she wakes up. She's looking around for the smoke. She wakes up her husband, and she has her uh, the youngest, Sylvia, with her too. The two-year-old is sleeping in the same uh, room. Um, so she's looking. She finds that there's smoke, and a fire has started. It looks like in George's, the father's study, which is right near like where a fuse box is, kind of. Um so the fire, though, has already engulfed, uh, has started to engulf this stairway leading up to where the other children are in the attic. But everybody gets out and apparently one of the sons, John, yells up to them to try to wake them up. They all run outside. Um, the At this point, it is the people that have run outside are Jenny and George, the parents, Miriam, John, Ju- or John, George Jr., and Sylvia. They had one other kid, Joe, who was away at the army. So, um, so basically, they five of their children got out. Five of them are still inside. Um, so then, do do do. So that so yeah. So they're yelling for these kids, these little kids. Up, they're looking up in the attic, and they're not seeing any movement. They're not hearing like any kids screaming or yelling. And once again, this isn't like some great built home in the sense of like you know it's it's like you'd be able to hear kids right. screaming. So um, when they tried to make a phone call to call the fire department, too, the phone wasn't working. So their phone's not working. So one of the kids has to run to the neighbors. So he's, so as they're running to the neighbors, George tries to start up his car which had been working the day before he used them all of a sudden neither of them could start up because he tried to what? Move, right so he tried to move them to possibly back up to the um the house to try to, to climb jump up. into the yeah attic. or to get yeah. the kids to jump out so neither one of them are starting um so now so then they find oh so they're also looking for um they had a a ladder that always was stayed uh leaned up against their house it was in this one spot leaned up against the house it's not there for some reason. It was there the day before. They end up finding it later, like hidden in some brush, a little brush, a little ways away. Um, uh, so finally, the fire department didn't end up coming till morning. The house had built, had fallen down because since the fire department was like um, all volunteer and it was, it was already low on funds, no one was there to pick up the call. So no one got it until the morning time. Mm-hmm. And so finally, some people came. Um no, when they searched through the rubble, no bones were found at all at that time. The first, when they did the first walkthrough, um, apparently they didn't like, they were only there for an hour looking through, but it was just like, if you, they would have been able to find these, ske- mm-hmm. if there were five skeletons, they would have been able to see them. So no bones were found. Um, the Christmas lights, uh, also the Christmas lights. Oh, oh so this is bad. I'm skipping ahead. Um, so they thought that it could be an electrical fire because of the uh where it was located but the lights the christmas lights they had on stayed on until the house really started burning down which wouldn't have happened if it was an electrical fire and george the father also said he recently had the elect uh electricity um checked because there was a a salesman that came to his house um, two months prior to the children, uh, to the house burning down that tried to sell him some electrical things and told them, well, you know, if you don't do that, your house could burn down. Um, and he ended mm-hmm. up getting a fight with this guy, um, because the guy got mad at him for not buying what he was selling. And then the salesman ended up saying, well, you know what you, what was it? You and your whole children are going to, uh, burn to the ground, 
um, because of quote all the shit you've been talking. Well, what do you say? All the the dirty remarks uh, you've said about Mussolini. So that happened only a few, Ooh. yeah, a few months. So the father had got decided I'm gonna check this. So he got and looked yeah. over. Right, it's already right. This is already so. so um, do do do. So yeah, the ladder was moved and hidden. Um, then the telephone company ended up saying that someone had gone up and cut the line leading to the Soder house. So we have a ladder hidden. The cars aren't working. Strange fire with things hitting the roof. Um, plus the, the phone ki- isn't working. The phone isn't working. Plus all the ki- uh, some of the kitchen appliances are still intact, but no bones. If it got hot enough, if if those kitchen appliances right. weren't. Uh, then bones would certainly, you know, it they takes would a lot to burn a body all the yeah, way through. Exactly. Yeah. And the mom ended up actually going to somebody in this at the Smithsonian um, who was specifically uh, looked into like she bone went and to cremation. bones. Yeah, mm-hmm. she went to bones. She went to bones. Um. So so yeah. Then um. So so the parents originally think the kids are dead, so they end up having like a kind of memorial for them. In the meantime, a bus driver ends up telling the police that he saw some people when he was driving home, uh, quote, throwing balls of fire at the house. What? So right? So saw him throwing those balls of fire at the house. And um, then just kept driving. Goodness right? gracious. Isn't that, I guess it's I don't know if it's back then or I mean, I guess technically this guy could be lying, but why? So but then to prove it. Um, so he said these quote balls of fire. Um, so that when they went to go search the home again, search around, they found these little, um, they almost look like, uh, bouncy balls, but they resembled a quote, a pineapple bomb, which is used in a lot of like warfare. So one of those was found near the house. Um, do, do, do. So then, uh, in 1949, so, uh, in 1949, they ended up deciding to another uh, excavation on the property, and that they ended up uh, discovering human vertebrae were found, um, mm. but only a few. And the age didn't end up matching with any of the children's ages. It was like someone that had to be between 16 and 23, and the oldest kid was like 13. Um, and after looking into it more, they discovered that that uh, the bone had never been exposed to fire. And later, it was discovered that those bones were from a nearby cemetery. So yeah. how they got transferred there, they don't know. Um, then the biggest... Uh, so now... So the years are passing. The moms actually put up a billboard in the town in Fayetteville being like, have you seen these kids? Have you seen these kids? So years are passing. The father and the mom literally go like here from places as far as Texas, all over the country, hearing about people that are like, we we think we saw your kid. And they respond to all of them. So in 1967, Jenny sent out a uh, Jenny was sent the mom a photo of a man who looked a lot like Lewis, one of the missing boys about the age that Lewis would be at that time, which was like early thirties. Um, it came from Kentucky. Uh, the picture came from Kentucky and, uh, and so they decided they were going to send a private investigator to Kentucky to look into it. The private investigator went there, was never seen again. They didn't hear from him. He never gave them uh. anything. So they don't know what, so that kind of went dry. Cause they were like, we don't know what where to go from here. That? Uh, 1967. Okay. 
Um, so many of the uh, residents believe that possibly the Sicilian mob was involved because of his uh, ties to Italy and their love of Mussolini. And he was very, very adamant. Um, Then, um, so, so the salesmen ended up actually, they have to, in order to decide what the fire is about, they had to have a, um, a coroner's, um, what would it be? The coroner's journey, a court journey, coroner's jury to rule what was the reason for the fire. The salesman who two months prior had threatened the dad mm-hmm. was on that jury what? for some reason, right? And Ugh. the fire was ruled, quote, accidental. Um, and then it, some of the kids ended up saying, uh, oh, another thing is some of the kids uh, a few months or like a month prior to the fire, some of the younger kids were saying that somebody in a car, two people in a car were watching them when they walked home. Um, so there's all these things that basically people are like, come on these are pointing like granted you know there are some things that it's like well you know the kids probably died some people say that but there's all these weird things that are pointing to all these like Mm -hmm. and i kind of i've been watching the sopranos recently so i kind of like the little mob thing in it but that's just fun um so george (laughs) eventually died in 1969 um and the billboard that i told you about uh was finally taken down after the mother's death in 1989 wow sadly that poor mom she wore black for the rest of her life and um, where Jesus. the house was 1989 right, right. and this happened in 1945 yeah happened in God, uh, yeah 1945 she, this poor woman 44 she wore black years. for the rest of her life and tended to a garden that she Ugh. converted their old house into that was like where the burn site yeah. was um and sylvia is the only living family member and still keeping the case alive and wow. that's the story of the soder children and none of them have been discovered and by this point you know a lot of them are probably dead if they all of them yeah all of them except for her yeah except for the youngest exactly so that's crazy yeah wow the soda children of west virginia Mm. sounds like zvart pete i want you to spell that one also i like to hear how they're spelled z-w-a-r-t-e-p-i-e-t zvart zvart pete zvart pete um in english this means black pete oh god what up black pete Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) oh (gasps) okay uh oh oh shit i forgot about the picture we saw now (laughs) (laughs) i thought it was just a thing i apologize in advance the character first appeared in 1850 book by amsterdam school teacher so this isn't like dutch or whatever for zwart beat um Amsterdam school teacher uh, Jan Schinkman. I'm not saying that right, but you know. Um, Traditionally, Zvart Piet is black because he is a Moor from Spain. Those portraying Zvart Piet usually put on black face makeup and colorful Renaissance attire in addition to curly wigs and bright red lipstick. Jesus. That is upsetting. The Zvart Pete character is part of an annual feast of St. Nicholas celebrating on the evening of the 5th of December in the Netherlands, Aruba, and Curacao. Wait. It's a holiday? I'm sorry. The Zvart Beat character is part of the annual feast of okay. St. Nicholas. Okay. So um, this is when presents and accompanying sweets are distributed to children. Uh, 
sorry. The characters of Zvart Peten appear only the week in the weeks before St. Nicholas's Feast. First, when the saint is welcomed with a parade as he arrives to the country, generally by boat, having traveled from Madrid, Spain. We want to really drive that home, that he is a moor from Madrid, Spain. The task is a... He the, it's not going to get better. Does it doesn't get better. Like he's from Spain. <laughs> it doesn't get better. It just doesn't get better. <laughs> The tasks of Zvart Peten are mostly to amuse children and to scatter uh, sweets for those who come to meet the saint as he visits school stores and other places. I want to know how I'm supposed to post a picture of this <laughs> when we post our episode because I don't want to do it. There's got to be some old-timey drawing that almost looks... Mm-hmm. When did this start? In mm-hmm. the, the, the When did it again? 1850. Oh, not 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 late enough. Because by that point, they're not doing just like you know dumb, almost little stick yeah. figures. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe I can just put like little arrows and be like this dick. <laughs> like I don't know. Yeah, a, I, this yeah. Dick. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. So um, the origins: a devil as a helper of the saint of Saint Nicholas can still be found in Austrian, German, uh, Swiss, Hungarian, Czech, Slavic. So like the, there's a devil that kind of comes with Saint Nicholas. Uh, the character of Krampus, uh, Per Fertard. Krampus! Yeah, uh, sh- I know that one. Schmutz. Schmutz. You got some schmutz on you. Next Rupert, Rubles, Hanstrap, Little Babushka, <gasps> Pezzelbach, Klafbach, and Belsnickel. Those are all devils. Um, little babushka little babushka little that, sounds babushka. Like that sounds like something little your grandma babushka. would call you little babushka's gonna fuck you up dude okay uh, the characters acted as a foil to the benevolent new year gift bringer threatening to thrash or abduct disobedient children the introduction of zwart pete did coincide by and large with a change in the attitude of already existing sinterklaas character saint nicholas sinterklaas uh, who had been quite severe towards bad children himself. Some of the same terrifying characteristics that were later associated with his <clears throat> servant, Zwart Piet, were oh, often attributed no. to St. Nicholas himself. I didn't know it was his servant. Oh. <clears throat> you Dutch. The lyrics of older traditional Sinterklaas songs still sung today... Warn that while Sinterklaas and his assistant will leave well-behaved children presents, they will punish those who have been very naughty. For example, they will take bad children and carry these children off in a burlap sack to their homeland of Spain. <laughs> Wait, so they just take the kids to Spain? Mm-hmm. Nice vacation. Yeah, no I would rather go to Spain. Yeah, take me to Spain. Don't give me these fucking toys. Yeah, I don't want to live in fucking... Yeah, take me to Barcelona. Yeah. Barcelona. Uh, they On the beaches, the fruit de mer. Sorry, that's more French. I can't do that. <laughs> no, it's fine. You're a French. Uh, you're a French. These songs and stories also warn that a child who has been only slightly naughty will not get a present, but will get roe, which is a bundle of birch twigs, implying they could have gotten a birching instead. What is a birching? It's just a beating. Okay, with a bunch of sticks. I would guess, like with a birch stick. Uh, yes, so that okay. is the origin. Now we'll talk about the 19th and 20th centuries uh, with uh, Zwart Piet. The <coughs> servant Zwart. is depicted as a <coughs> page who appears as a oh God, 
dark person wearing <laughs> clothes associated with Moors. The book also established uh, another mythos that would have become standard, the intact or entry ceremony of St. Nicholas and his servant, then still nameless, involving a steamboat. <laughs> no steamboat steamboat ish that's how that's how Sinterklaas gets thing? there we'll get to that okay in uh, the 1850 version of Schinkman's book the servant is depicted in simple white clothing with red piping starting with the second edition second edition in 1858 the page is shown in a much more colorful page costume reminiscent of Spanish fashion in earlier days uh, looking much the same as he does at present. At present. Ugh. The book stayed in print until 1950. Uh, in the course of the 20th century, narrative started to surface in which Zwartpiet was considered a former slave who had been freed by St. Nicholas and subsequently became his lifelong companion. So we're his starting slave. to make, oh, so, so we're starting to make some changes to the to the narrative yeah. here. But they're finally admitting he was a slave. <laughs> they well that's what they're saying at that point. Yes. Um, according to another popular explanation that became that came to prominence in the later decades of the 20th century, Zartpiet is a Spaniard or an Italian chimney sweep whose blackness is due to a permanent layer of soot uh, on his body uh, acquired during his many trips through the chimneys. Oh, yeah. I remember that in Mary Poppins. Mm-hmm. The, all the blackface because of all those chimney mm-hmm. sweeps. <laughs> I wonder Step if that'll time. be in the new vision. Do <laughs> not sing that song step in time she knows it oh my that's one of my mom's favorite movies yeah yeah uh, wait I is have... that the song that goes okay then why didn't you sing that part <laughs> is that that part no. the way lisa's saying that song step I in time not, step in time that doesn't <laughs> this is like the fourth or fifth time it's come up in an Sorry. episode and it, this is Varda Pete's fault. Okay. Yeah. Well, we're going to step in time back. We're going to step forward in time Ooh. to the late 20th and early 21st century. That's X going to give it to you. Due to the characters. <laughs> de- <laughs> due to the characters depiction, which typically involves actors and volunteers covering their skin in black makeup, wearing black wigs and large earrings, the tradition uh. surrounding. Zart Pete became increasingly controversial beginning in the late 20th century. Though a large... Yeah, I'm so happy finally, though. (laughs) Though a large majority of the overall populace in both the Netherlands and Belgium is in favor of retaining the traditional Zart Pete character. Jesus. The studies have shown that the perception of Zart Pete can differ greatly among different ethnic backgrounds, age groups, and regions. Good research. Uh, so as far as America, like David Sedaris has written about the tradition. And he's like, uh-uh. And then Russell Brand has been like, he's called it a colonial hangover, which I thought was funny, yeah. which I don't normally think funny. he's that funny. I like Russell Brand. My mom loves him. I'm talking about my mom a lot. During yeah, the- no, that's okay. I mean, um, Forgetting Sarah Marshall is a really great movie. Yeah, so. yeah, it is. Um, but Russell Brand's just an exhausting person. Mm-hmm. Um Nevertheless, according to a 2013 survey, upwards of 90% of the Dutch public do not perceive Zwart Piet to be a racist character or associate him with slavery and are opposed to altering the character's appearance. This correlates to a 2015 study 
among Dutch children ages three to seven, which showed that they perceived Zwart Piet to be a fantastical clownish figure rather than a black person. Well, I mean, they're fucking seven-year-olds. Yes. A three-year-old? Do you think you could ask a three-year-old if something is racist? They'd be like... Do they even know what race is for? Yeah. Yeah, like, they don't fucking know. They're children. Um, Also, what parents are like, sit down and take this survey. Yeah. Also, three-year-olds hit each other, so they're not really thinking about, oh, does this hurt someone? Half of them can't even shit on their own, like in a toilet. They definitely can't wipe. Yeah. (laughs) When does that happen? Anyways... Um, so opposition is mostly found in the urbanized provinces of North and South Holland. Um, there's a Dutch black community that are like, they're, they're starting movements like Zwart Pat, Zwart Piet Neat, like no Niet. more. Niet. Uh, and Zwart Piet is racime or race, whatever. Is racist. <laughs> yes. Um, let's see. The, it's still polarized with some pro- protesters considering, the figure to be an insult to their ancestry and supporters considering the character to be an inseparable part of their cultural heritage. The number of incidents in which anti-Zwart Piet demonstrators have been arrested by the police for disturbing the peace, as well as threats being made towards prominent figures in the anti-Zwart Piet movement by supporters of the character. So uh, <laughs> that sounds like the people who are like, don't take Christ out of Christmas. Yeah, you're like, why like, have you decided? Heritage, not hate. That's yeah. Ugh, exactly what this that's a hundred. I was yeah, that's hundred percent what it is. Uh, meanwhile, schools and businesses across the Netherlands have begun changing Zwart Piet's clothing and makeup, or phasing the character out entirely. In 2015, the something department store chain uh, opted to replace holiday displays featuring Zwart Piet with a golden skin version instead. <laughs> Golden skin, but like, Else, like no, it's still is that just bad. like it's a California golden? I was gonna like, say is it just like a like, tan or yeah. real gold. It's I'll show you. They okay. it, it turned <laughs> into like a really hot. No, it still like, looks bitch. racist as shit. That's the gold one right there. Oh, I want to see. I want to see. Um, elsewhere, one in three Dutch primary schools announced plans to alter the character's appearance in their celebrations. Nickelodeon in the Netherlands <gasps> also decided to use a racially mixed group of actors to portray Piet in their holiday broadcast instead of people in blackface. Thanks, Nickelodeon, in 2015. Um, so, yeah, that's just a little fucked up fucking Christmas Netherlands bullshit that I just <laughs> like. I got real. This is our Christmas episode, by the way. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, all you racists. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, filthy animals. I just didn't... I guess it's weird because it is a heritage, not hate thing. And whenever I hear that, I only think of shitty rednecks in the South. Yeah. And knowing that it's also like... In I've never the heard yeah. the term heritage, not hate. Really? Yeah. I've I, seen it. I've never stuff heard like that. Across the, like, there'll I mean, be someone's dumb shirt and it'll yeah, be like, the Confederate it'll be, flag. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. It sounds like some fucking Confederate flag people. That's exactly who are what like, it is. It was states' rights. Ugh. That's exactly yeah. what it is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Leash. Yeah. Oof. Well, well, that was fun, though. But, Lisa, you're going to come dressed up as. Oh, yeah. You're, well, I mean, she's already dressed up. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much. She's like, got the blackface right now. You're wearing it right now. That's what we yeah. haven't talked about. Lisa <laughs> only wears blackface. 
But only when we're recording. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. She thinks we're not going to sell anybody, but. And then I give uh, treats out to everybody. Now's the time. Because I uh, work for St. Nicholas. Uh, Niklaus. Now you're his friend. I I freely work for him. God. That it. It's just upsetting. It's, yeah, it's just, it's as like, I feel weird having read that, but also I as feel, you should. but it's also weird brunch and that's, that's true. fucking weird. Yeah, that's the something thing. Too, yeah. Like the cover thing on, on the website I got this information from mm-hmm. looks like old Greg. I don't know who old Greg oh, is. Oh, wait, from, uh, from the from, mighty Boosh. The mighty Boosh. Yeah. From, you know, 2000. Or whatever, two thousand five. But was that the two thousand nine? That was two thousand nine. Yeah. But that looks like old Greg. Hmm. Yeah. Speaking it's of old Greg, <gasps> I don't know. Greg I, the bunny has. I don't even know who old Greg is. I, I have heard of the Mighty Boosh though. I haven't really watched it. Uh, so, <laughs> Merry Christmas and Keep Happy in, Hanukkah and Happy Hanukkah. That means we've had, uh, Rebbe is Jewish also, and mm-hmm. she was a little snippet in our episode that came out a few ago, and so, you know, keeping it kosher. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. So, before Jack the Ripper <gasps> stalked the streets of London in 1888, another murderer was prowling in Austin, Texas. little did you know what in this very town in this very town we're sitting in right now uh he eventually became known as the servant girl annihilator which was coined by the i guess most famous author from austin o henry Mm-hmm. Who has a middle school named after him? Oh, I didn't even realize he was from here. <laughs> oh, Henry is on exposition. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say, I yeah. see that, but I don't know why I never connected that. It because I just was like, they just named it after yeah. him. Like I never thought of like no. he's from here. He oh, lives here. So, uh, the servant girl annihilator was responsible for the deaths of eight people in late 1884 until Christmas Eve on in 1885. Uh, he, his MO was to attack victims in their beds, drag them outside and mutilate their bodies. Um, obviously he was never caught cause if he was, we'd have his actual name, but he's largely <laughs> considered one of America's first serial killers and his crimes remain unsolved to this day. So... What if you were like, and that's it. And that's it. (laughs) Goodbye. Uh, Austin, Texas was established on December 27th, 1839, which is also like right around Christmas time. Mm -hmm. Oh, Oh my God. So uh, 1839 to 1885, that's about 50 years. So not long after the establishment of this city that we live in, uh, shit starts going down. Um, Austin in 1885 is on the verge of mar- modernity. 
Modernity. Modernity. Modernity. Modern. Modernity. Oh, like becoming modern. Modernity. They're growing up. Got it. Yeah, they're growing up. They're, you know, doing stuff. More city folk. 4,500 people, or 14,500 people who live in Austin, which is, that's not bad. That's that's the Austin I know. Mm -hmm. That's the only Austin I appreciate. Back when it was weird. Yeah. You could kill people in the streets. Armadillo is still here. (laughs) We didn't have all these goddamn Californians. (laughs) It was the hippies first. Uh, So, 1885. Well, really. The end of 1884. Um, There's this girl named molly smith and she is a cook for a household she's parkside black (laughs) and she is found in the snow weird that there was even snow here yeah uh near her employer's home on december 30th 1884 with a gaping axe wound in her head (laughs) she had also been stabbed (laughs) in the chest abdomen legs and arms so fucking all over her body and it created a pool of blood so large that it looked like she was floating inside of it when her body was found Jesus. good god yeah when did it snow here I, that's <laughs> and uh, that was thick snow to hold all that blood yeah, in place yeah. yeah i mean global warming mm. i mean that was wake up people 50 know. years ago yeah um after that in may of 1885 a woman named eliza shelley is found her head was nearly split in two with an axe and she's also african-american uh it's kind of becoming uh, i mean there's only been one death but same deal she's black she's a cook she gets mutilated with an axe so there's a pattern forming on May 23rd. So just a few days later, really, Irene Cross, a servant girl and the third woman targeted by the annihilator is stabbed, mutilated with a knife and almost completely scalped. Um, Ugh, it was. Yeah. So shit's getting rough real quickly in Austin and O. Henry is writing one of his friends and he says the town is fearfully dull except for the frequent raids of the servant girl annihilator who make things who makes things lively during the dead hours of the night Jesus Jesus O. Henry right? what a dick like, oh, Henry oh, oh now we have a school named after we you we named a middle school after this guy well I guess middle schoolers are pretty awful so that's <laughs> kind of fair. fair yeah <laughs> uh, so the next victim of the servant girl annihilator is an 11 year old girl oh, boo. named Mary Ramey she was dragged outside of her house into a wash house, raped, and stabbed through the ear into her brain. And that's what killed her, which also is kind of like a change in the pattern because that's going to happen again. The following two victims after that were a pair of, it was a couple, their names were Gracie Vance 
and Orange, Washington, which I kind of really like the name Orange. <laughs> it's kind of fun. Gracie and Orange. Uh, on September 28th, 1885, they were found with their heads bludgeoned. And according to the statesman, the Austin American Whoa. statesman that Whoa. is still around today, uh, they looked like they were beaten into a jelly. it's real bad obviously disgusting uh then it all culminates on christmas eve 1885 where the servant girl annihilator murders two people two different people in different locations on the same night so different than killing a couple so Unlike all the previous victims, these two people are white. They're the first two white people. So the first one is Susan Hancock, who Hancock, who was described by people as one of the most refined ladies in Austin. Mm. And a 17-year-old girl named Eula Phillips. And both of them are like axed to death in their home. Uh, inside? Susan, yeah, inside, inside. So he didn't drag him out. It didn't look like. I guess people didn't lock their doors or even no, have. No, they didn't back even then? have them. That's fucking nuts. Yeah, yeah. So Susan's head was cleaved in just before midnight on Christmas Eve, but her wounds also showed that something sharp and thin had been stuck through her right ear and into her brain. What if you had a sharp, thin dick? Yeah, he was just fucking there. And that's why he's so mad. He's got a pointy dick. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Probably I not. hope that's not it. That's <laughs> some like seven shit right there. Uh, Eula was found in the early morning on Christmas Day. Her head had also been crushed by, a, by an axe. And um, a writer from Fort Worth said that her face was turned upward in the dim moonlight with an expression of agony that death itself had not erased from the features. So it's real rough. The thing about Eula is that hers was slightly different. She had been, well, she was raped, of course, uh, and her arms had been pinned down by, like, logs. And so people start thinking, well, that's weird like it's not just locks it's timber so it's it's been shaped and people are like well maybe like the wood is a clue like maybe this guy works as an axe person or some type of tree cutter and circus performer yeah, yeah ever since i guess 1885 austin has had construction going on so there's lots of construction sites uh, around yeah. the city mm-hmm. and people are like he's maybe he's working in construction <laughs> but they're also like the term serial killer wasn't invented until the 1970s mm-hmm. by the fbi as we've learned from mind hunter mind hunter the best mind hunter uh so <laughs> people didn't even think about really connecting it all other than being like hey this is kind of fucked up but there's no profiling there's no thinking about this guy it's like somebody killed a bunch of people maybe it's connected maybe it's not so it's interesting because 
people have this suspect. Um, so there are around 400 separate people arrested for these fucking murders Whoa. under suspicion. And most people aren't putting together that maybe that they're connected. They think one of the murderers is Eula's husband. And somebody thinks that Susan Hancock, her husband did it. Like people are assuming it's, Someone else closer to the crime because that's what it's always been. Yeah, usually the husband. Yeah, and even one kind of maybe a little bit more clever detective was like, well, Eula's husband did this because he saw somebody else do it and maybe he thought that he could pin it on this murderer that's been going around killing people. But ultimately... um. He is convicted, but he gets sentenced to seven years because it's not really that good of a conviction, I guess. I don't know how it worked back then. And then after six months, they're like, you know what? We don't fucking know what happened. You're you're all right. So one of the big theories is that there was this Malaysian cook named Maurice who worked at a hotel in Austin. It was like the Pearl Street Hotel or something like that. I tried to look it up and it, I couldn't find anything because Pearl Street still exists and hotels do. So it just did not come up. Uh, <laughs> but Maurice had told friends of his that he was planning to travel by ship to London and left town in January of 1886. So that's a few days after mm-hmm. December 1885. After the servant girls are murdered. Um, the Austin American Statesman reported that in November 1888. That's the time when Jack the Ripper starts in killing London. women in London. Oh, so people think that maybe the Ripper was here first and then possibly went to London and started ripping there. Um, There's another person who they think might have also been doing it, who is also Jack the Ripper. There's this woman who wrote a book. Her name is Shirley Harrison, and she wrote a book called Jack the Ripper, The American Connection. And she thinks it's a man named James Maybrick who um, in his own journals, which included confessions of killing prostitutes, as well as a page signed Jack the Ripper Maybrick. He was in Austin on the dates that all of the annihilation murders occurred. And but he was British. Yeah. Whoa. But he happened to be here on those dates. Uh, yeah, Maybrick died of arsenic and strychnine strychnine poisoning, probably administered by his own wife, in May of 1889, and that's when the murders in London ended. Whoa! I wonder if his wife knew or suspected and was like i can't tell anyone because he'll kill me so i'll have to slowly poison him Mm -hmm. and then keep it to myself because i knew so i could be arrested for knowing and not doing anything yeah so that's the story of the servant girl annihilator who lived in austin texas 
Wow. And possibly in London and was actually Jack the Ripper. Done. Ooh. That's crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Isn't mm-hmm. it also why we have uh, the moon towers? Mm-hmm. I heard that also, yeah. but it's that's not true. That's not true. Dang. I, I always heard yeah. growing up that that was, that was why, why the had. moon towers existed was because of the Servant Girl yeah. Annihilator. But they were constructed like years later. Yeah. It yeah. was for something. It, I was going to say it was for there was, something. Okay, but yeah, I don't remember what it was. It was something dark. Yeah. I thought it was like women getting or yeah. people getting robbed or women getting raped or murdered. Might have just been people getting mugged just. uh. But yeah, it might have been people getting mugged or something. Probably. I mean. Yeah. It was. I mean, it makes sense. to Right I mean, back when electricity was coming yeah. around and and it was so dark you know yeah get those moon towers up there one of my favorite things is to watch bats fly around moon towers mm-hmm. at night it's really fun to watch them because they're catching all those moths mm-hmm. i love those moths are stupid yeah just, it's like why are you flapping in the light everyone can see you i love hearing the moths or the moths <laughs> the bat the bats because yeah. it's it's a sound that i don't think a lot of people recognize but it's that clicking and that little high pitch kind of thing mm -hmm. and it's like oh those aren't birds y'all those are fucking bats yeah don't touch them don't they could have rabies one time i was sitting at a what's that it's like a 24 hour banu or banu Banu, yeah yeah i was sitting there talking with a friend of mine and this was like you know late afternoon but still during the day and all of a sudden a bat flew out from this area we were like "Ah!" we both like fell off our and it just like kind of flapped around for a minute and then like flew off and i was like what is happening it was nuts yeah that's crazy yeah Yeah, it was crazy because it's come on a part of me was a little nerve like that it could have ra- but i mean it didn't touch either one of us but i was like it could have rabies if it's out during the day Fuck yeah, yeah dude but, yeah. it shouldn't be out during the day and I, alone? <laughs> I don't know it's weird we, we have a new girl who's super nice that works at acl live now but um she <laughs> did a facebook story and was like found a bat and i was like no 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 oh, don't fucking don't, don't no 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 it. don't do anything with the bat leave it yeah. leave it run away yeah. run away oh she's fine yeah but i it was just like don't touch the fucking bat yeah no mm. you want to though they you want cute. to they and actually are they, adorable they are having because of that uh this some kind of fungus that's growing on their nose that distracts them so they've been dying so oh, no. yeah it's really sad it's some fungus that's been spreading and so they like lose like where they're going and they'll like go crazy because they're trying to get this thing off their nose and they go crazy and die. Oh, I know. Well, that's upsetting. I know. Bats. <laughs> Save the bats. Yeah. Save the bats. Save the bats. What did we learn in this one? About uh, bats? No, just in general. No, oh. yeah. Karina's the one who always asks us yeah. what we oh, learned. what we learned. I learned that the Netherlands can also be out. quite racist, which kind of makes sense. Yeah. I guess everybody is. Yeah. I mean, Every don't country. be racist. Yeah, don't is be racist. Is that what it... Did your, your have anything to do with race, I guess? Italians. Italians. That's true. Yeah, you're right. Mine's Italian. Yeah. Don't be racist. Yeah. Don't do don't do hate. Don't yeah. do hate. Don't. Don't hate, appreciate. Yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. Right? That's what we Don't hate, appreciate. Be good to each other because it's almost Christmas and 
that's the message ooh, we're ooh, spreading. Ooh. And the best way to be good to each other is to follow us on all of the social media <gasps> at yeah. Weird Brunch. Do it. And rate our podcast. Good things only. <laughs> Bad things keep to yourselves. Bad things. Please. Give them to your worry you'll people. Get birched. Oh, I used to have little worry dolls. Yeah, they're, I still got them. My mom has. She used to give them to me. Those are fun. You just I'm, put I all your some. worries into them and then. That's why I have Hope a husband. Hope for the though. best. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just give up my worries. I have all these problems. That's why I have friends. <laughs> yeah. I don't have those. Oh. Nah. Please wanna, get out. You want to get two out. of them. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Woo, woo, woo. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I thought we were buds, man. Well, <laughs> when I find out we're not friends. It's <laughs> good, though. Well, I think our next episode will be coming to you from Marfa, Texas. Hopefully. We'll see how it goes. Or Talk about them lights. Texas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Marfa yeah. lights. I want to see them so hard. I've been wanting to see them my whole life. <sighs> I'm excited. I am too. We're going out to the desert. We're doing it. Rogue? No, that's not really it. No. Uh, no but we do have walkie talkies. Yeah, we got six walkie talkies. We're going for it, baby. Yeah, looks like they stole walkie talkies. We did. They have. I'm actually a cop. All right. Thanks for listening. Listen some more. Bye. Bye. Bye.